FinTech Hunting is hosted by Michael Hammett, JD, CMT, keynote speaker, author, and founder and president of Next Level Advisors. Join Michael as he seeks out tech visionaries, leading lenders, trailblazing executives, and other financial influencers to bring you actionable insights and lead generation tactics, all centered around industry greatness and success. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the FinTech Hunting Podcast. We would like to thank our sponsors, WFG Enterprise Solutions and Next Level Advisors. We are in for a treat today. I have a very special guest, and I should say a repeat guest, someone who has shared incredible insights with us in the past, a mortgage industry expert, uh, has trained and coached some of the top leading loan officers in the country, uh, is a fintech visionary. Please help me welcome Josh Friend, CEO and founder of Incelerate. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. Uh... That introduction. I never realized I was so special till today. <laughs> well, you definitely are. Uh, and even though you've been a guest in the past, we have a number of new listeners. It's growing each and every week. So tell us a little bit before we get started. Tell us about your background, specifically all of the incredible mortgage expertise that you have. Yeah, I'm. I've you know I've been in this business for 21 years now. So I got into mortgage entry in 1999. So actually going on 22 years. Um, I was originally a loan officer. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it, loved helping customers. I got really proficient at it. Um, back in 1999, 2000, 2001, I was averaging 40 loans a month, which I think is still today a high amount of loans. But that was because I used processes and systems, and I really got um, detailed about how I sold loans. And then I decided, well, I could probably teach some people to do this. And I did, and I hired, you know, 20 people, first 20 people I knew were from high school and college, and I taught them all how to sell, um, built the mortgage company, built technology around it. That went on to, you know, the last 20 years, I've been a part of six different mortgage companies. The most recent was uh, People's Bank. I was a shareholder in the bank, ran their uh, consumer direct division, um, and, uh, you know, had a lot of success in the mortgage industry. And so that's where we brought us in salary. It was technology we've built in the past um, to help ourselves uh, is now being used by, you know, over 100 lenders. Well, and when you talk about 100 lenders, I know you had mentioned right prior to the show, you guys have also experienced incredible growth. There's a lot of demand for your solution. What was it, 250 or some percent growth in yeah. the last, what, 12 to 18 months? 12 months. Uh, we're, we're approaching 250% growth year to date. Um, Congratulations. We had over, thank you. And we had over 100% growth last year as well. So our platform is, is really taking off right now. And it's just, you know, timing in the market. You know, we've been lucky. COVID helped us. Um, you know, not that COVID's been a great thing for everyone, but it, it helped us in the sense that it moved everyone to a virtual digital world. And that's really what our technology really thrives is in that digital world and managing data and consumers. Well, you had mentioned data and I want to definitely dive into that topic. So this week, uh, this past week in FinTech Hunting, we had the uh, Chief Analytics Officer from Equity Prime Mortgage, Suha Zeal. And one of the things that I was so encouraged by, and she shared a lot of great insights and the importance of data, but I'd love to see lenders starting to embrace the importance of data, bringing on people who can do something with the data. And that leads me to tell me a little bit, why is data so important to lenders? And then I also, after that, want to find out about a new product offering that you guys just rolled out. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, data is what drives your business, right? So 
uh, loan data, whether it's you know someone's income information, credit data, um, whether it's uh, address of the consumer, phone number, all these data points is what really you drive your business off because we're we're selling loans and there's really no physical component to a loan, right? We're not we're not handing someone a box of something or a pair of shoes or a house or you know a pizza. We're handing them a you know I guess a bill every month that they you know pay us money back on, but it's really um, all driven by data. So you know, there's a lots of data out there in the industry and there has been for years. It's just lenders, I think, have really struggled with how to use that data. And I did listen to the uh, the, the, the talk last week with Suha, great information. And I think data is very powerful, very impactful. And, you know, what's great is, you know, I see opportunity when you look at a company or an industry and you say, wow, you guys really do that poorly. And that's not a bad thing. It's actually sometimes a really good thing. Because if you know, gee, I'm not really managing my data like I could, and I'm Doing, I'm being successful now. How much can I improve if I really manage my data? Right? It really lets you know that there's really easy ways for you as a business to uh, pick up and, and do better than you're doing now. Excellent. Well, as we we talk data, I know you've rolled out a new data product. Tell our listeners about that and kind of what was the you know impetus to roll that out uh, this time in the market. Yeah. Um, it really just comes from the the culture that we've had uh, internally in salary, which is we we're we're in the business to help lenders close more loans. And you know something that we've seen through the years uh, inside Incelerate, we've had for through the years we've had a couple uh, quick data integrations where someone could quickly click on a button and get the value from Zillow, click on click on a button, quickly pull up Google Maps so you could see the property. So I'm talking to you as a consumer, I know a little about you. Well, being in the mortgage industry and watching loan officers through the years. One thing that we've really noticed is loan officers will go, if I'm talking to a customer, they'll usually log into, let's say, like a title portal. Maybe it's, I don't know, one of the title companies has a property profile where you can log in, put, <coughs> excuse me, put the address in there, and then get information from the consumer about the consumer, which loan officers love that. It's great, great information. I'm talking to you. I can find out more about you, so I have a good conversation. The challenge has been those systems aren't, it's not automated. They don't work together. Um, loan officers really liked using that functionality. So we looked at it and said, well, this is a way we can really easily serve our customers by giving them that data in real time, automate it. So when the loan officer is talking to the consumer, they have all the information already. They don't have to go to another system and hand type in because we all know when you have to go to another system and have to double type things, it doesn't get done as much. So we really did it so that all the records would have all the information in there so loan officers could be best informed and also, the follow-up to that is, now you have really great data on all these customers. You have things like the value of their home, square footage, how many bedrooms they have, do they have a pool, when do they buy their house, what type of loan they have. Now you can create really specific marketing campaigns that really drive to their need. Right? You, you, you can look and figure out someone has lots of equity, but they don't have, you know, maybe they have a small home. You could start marketing to them about uh, taking cash out to remodel, understanding what, why they would buy. Um, and, you know, more importantly, what we saw after, um, you know, COVID, FICO scores went up. Everyone decided that, you know, we're not going to lend to 620 anymore. Or we're going to start raising our FICO scores. Well, having the right data in the platform allows you to quickly go in there and add in, like in our system, a, a credit score trigger that basically filter. So you have to have a credit score above this in order to be part of these campaigns. And so our system's checking the LOS for the credit score. 
if, whether you pull credit through our platform, whether we pull credit through a different platform, we'll have that information so that way you're marketing the right people at all times. And it's just really is, you know, what we, we have found is we want to help loan officers become super efficient so they can help their customers and ultimately will help the company as well. Well, and I love that. And I think what's so powerful is because you are a, you were a loan officer in the past, because you coached and mentored a number of loan officers, you're creating solutions that can actually impact them right out of the gate. And you gave great examples of, you know, so many times in the, you know, I, we've both been in the industry for quite some time. Uh, I, I've been in a little longer than you have, and uh, my hair's a little bit grayer and a little less of it. But <laughs> When we look at it, people have been talking about data for years, but they haven't made it easily accessible so that people can use it. And I think in talking to you and in understanding this new data IE product, being able to give loan officers actionable insights that they can use immediately on the phone, that they can use immediately in a marketing campaign, that could they could instantly text uh, and do it in a compliant manner is very, very powerful because you've mentioned before how important the speed to contact and responsiveness is if you want to have true engagement with borrowers. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely right. Um, first, speed to contact, staying engaged with your borrowers and have something relevant to say to them is what is going to win business. All we have to do is look at Amazon. Amazon, man, you want to buy something from them? There's someone who's always ready there and they're ready there for you to buy. Right, they're 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 always in you know ready for for the next purchase. They're also marketing to you things that are relevant to you. You're not you know if I'm looking for dirt bikes, I'm not seeing you know uh, ads for you know um, cribs. I'm seeing ads for dirt bikes and you know riding gear and and outdoor adventures. So they're being specific to the consumer. That's what's really you know really really driving um, success is by having that uh, having that information. And you know what we have found about the data side and to your point of there is lots of data. It's been out in the industry. Most of this data, it's not new. There isn't like any new data out there that we're talking about. It's just, it hasn't been accessible. So you take a look at, you know, an LOS like Ellie Mae, market leader for LOSs. They don't really have a, an easy database you can interact with. Now, they recently released the APIs, but it's not like a place where you're going to keep that as a database where you can prospect, refine, clean up, append, add in for more information and manage a borrower journey through Encompass, because so that's just not what it's made for. And then people have had CRMs, or you know what, what they've called CRMs, the mortgage industry for some time, and they've had some pretty archaic database structures that actually don't allow you to look at, store the data, manipulate the data, or interact with the data with other platforms. So for a loan officer and for people in the industry, they haven't had access to this data in in a man in an automated way, really. Right? They've had to, they can go to a website, they can look it up, type it in. Um, we really see the power now with our platform is, you know, what we've done with most of our lenders is we're like a data hub. Because we can talk to a phone system, we can talk to a service and platform, we can talk to an LOS, we can talk to a POS. I mean, you name it, we can we can interact with it. We have extremely open APIs and webhooks. Um, it's one of the reasons why we have so many integrations now. So we're able to interact with all these different pieces of data. And then we actually have some data tools. We have a decision engine, expression triggers that say different rules. If this changed more than that, do this. If this is above that, do that. If you know if this, if it's been five days since this took place, now do this action. So all these rules with this data, whether or not it's messaging or you want to update your service and platform after five days, someone took an application, you want to notate something in your service platform. We have a platform that allows lenders to do that. So now we're just really trying to drive more around the data 
inside there, how they can control the data, how they can monetize the data, and how they can get better insights so ultimately they can close more loans. Well, and I think part of the, the transition that's taking place in the mortgage industry when we're talking about being able to close more loans is lenders have to realize that for so many years it's been very transaction-based. Get the Smith file in, get the Smith file out. Get the Jones yep. file in, get the Jones file out. And what they were missing is instead of focusing on transaction, they really need to start focusing on the relationship. And because of you know, having a customer experience platform that can pull in all of these other data sources and can engage with the right information at the right time from anywhere, that's where the power comes in and that's what enhances that relationship. Because what, there's statistics that what the average borrower is going to get anywhere from what seven to eleven loans over the course of their lifetime, yep. and what eighty some percent only go back to their first lender, or eighty percent don't go back to their first lender. What a wasted opportunity because it was so transaction based. Tell me what you've seen is kind of it, it's morphing now more to that relationship based uh, approach. Yeah, no, I, I I think that what you highlight there is is great. Is lenders have been transactionally based for a long time. The majority of lenders have been transactionally based for a long time and they have not as an industry done very well about recapture and retention of their customers um, and the value is is massive there so i think what we're finding is first we have to look at the you know the, the borrower experience one you know the borrower is buying a commodity right let's just be honest it's you know if i buy a ford truck from this ford f-150 from the dealership in huntington beach or if i buy it from the one in long beach i'm still buying an f-150 if i'm getting a 2.25% VA purchase paying a point, you know, I'm, I'm paying a point somewhere else. Maybe I'm paying 1.1 points or 0.9, maybe like, you know, a few hundred dollars difference in some kind of cost, but we're selling a commodity. So if I'm a customer and you're, I'm, and you're, I'm calling you, the only thing a lender can really offer to the customer is service, right? Assuming most lenders are within the same wheelhouse of rates, right? So there's some lenders who can say we can offer the lowest rate in town and maybe, you know, maybe that's what they give, but they may not have a lot of service. So what we say is, you know, really understanding that lenders can differentiate themselves through services. That's what you have to offer. That's what's different than any other one has is the service, how you treat your customer, what that experience is, what it's like. Because if you go through a process and it wasn't a good process, I don't care if you ask me for a repeat business, I'm not going to give you my repeat business, right? So first you have to make sure that customer experience is really good. So having from the very beginning, when I talk to you, if I have information about you already, I've built some trust. Service level goes up. I feel better about this, right? So I talk to, oh, gee, Michael, I see that you bought your house you know, in 1997 and uh, your current loans with uh, Quicken Loans, you know, you know, $250,000, you know, at 4% interest rate. You know, I think we can really help you here. You're building trust right off the bat. That service, oh, wow, they know about me, right? I don't have to tell them these things. So then if you can continue with the service and then during the transaction, um, communication is utterly important to uh, the borrower. From customer complaints, you know, all the years that I've had to manage review customer complaints, 99% of them all start out, start off with this first thing in the first two sentences, something, something, something happened, something, something, they didn't call me back. Like that's the consistent theme. So lenders who are engaging their customers up front correctly, right, making the transaction easier, they're not asking them to, you know, sign disclosures 10 times, they're not asking for pay stubs and W-2s over and over again. They have a clean transaction up front, communicate, set right expectations. Once the loan funds, provide something of value long-term, right? So a lot of our lenders use our monthly newsletter that has market tips, market information, so the consumers can get that information and it gives them something that is value to them. 
And then it also has, you know, build reminders after a year, send the thank you card. It's been a year since we last spoke. Is there anything else changed in your life? You know, 18 months, two years. Then we get back to data. You know, we have lenders who are using, uh, you know, there's lots of great services out there. Um, you know, one being, uh, say, Sales Boomerang, a lot of our clients use, where they're monitoring the customer for the data that, that uh, what's taking place. So they pull their credit again. If they list their house for sale, that data immediately gets triggered inside and accelerate, right? So you have to have a system that can immediately take that data, make an actionable thing, make force a call from the loan officer, let the loan officer make a phone call create a text, create an email, create a social media post, all these things get automated. Um, and that's where we're really seeing people succeed as great service, stay in contact, and then have the right tiny communications when there's some life event in their in their life that's made a change for them. And, you know, if you can do that well, I mean, the value of loans, if it's, you know, average customer seven to 11 loans, really think about the math on that. All you, you know, all you have to do is get this certain amount of loans after a couple of years and you could in theory just live off of referrals right and continue to you right. know do just do just as well and i've seen people do that have just unbelievably worked their referrals um you know like it like i, I haven't ever seen before and they just they they're killing it especially right now in a market like this well and you bring up so many good points i know our listeners and go back play it again take notes you know you talked about how important it is to add value you talked about having actionable data you talked about when you can automate it and bring it to the front end so that you set the right expectations so that there's clear communication. That is very, very powerful. And I think that's kind of the essence of today's most robust, you know, customer experience platforms. You know, gone are the days of the old archaic CRMs that were basically an electronic Rolodex. That's right. right. Or some very limited, you know, people can put whatever title they want it, marketing, marketing automation. Um, some engagement, life cycle borrowing, whatever they want to put on the title, if all it can do is send out emails, but it can't interact with the borrower when and where the borrower is at. Like uh, you, you guys also have a mobile solution. I think it's critical. You know, a lot of people talk about texting, but if you have to go to your desktop or drive into your office or get back to your office to send out a response to a text, you don't really have texting, right? That's right. I mean, yeah. People are remote and they're working. So tell me a little bit, we're, we're still dealing with COVID. You know, I know you're in California, there's more and more shutdowns. Talk about how important it is to give this type of technology to the loan officers in a remote world so that they can still do all of this and not have to be tied to a laptop or logged in at their desktop. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Um, first, what you said was text messaging. I mean, we know, I mean, I don't, most people listening will probably know this to be true. Text messaging is the most responded to and looked at form of communication, period. Depending on what stat you look at, it's like 92%, 95% of text messages are looked at within two minutes of being sent. They're being looked at, they're being used. It's because you're able to respond in your time, but keep the conversation short, right? And you can do it anywhere you're at. Now, what we have found is, and it's actually it's text messaging what drove us to build our mobile application. You know, there's other reasons for the build of mobile application. Mobile application has lots of other great functionality. You can manage your day, access your leads. You can even get encompass information from the from your mobile phone. You can find out rate lock dates, et cetera, from your mobile phone, which right now loan officers don't have that access. But what truly drove us to push the mobile application was specifically text messaging. And it wasn't just for our retail loan officers. It's for our retail loan officers and our consumer direct loan officers. because those customers want to text with them. 
and they want to interact back and forth and you need a compliant platform to do it you don't want your loan officers using their cell phone cell phones because you can get yourself in a lot of issue trouble with that all right there's lawsuits that are going to come down over the next couple of years from lenders who have had loan officers using their cell phones to talk to customers because they're going to have customers who say i didn't want this communication there was no way to opt out and you're going to get fined twelve thousand dollars every time it happens it's going to there's going to be lenders are going to be paying money because of this um so we wanted to solve that so you know some of the platforms out there and we originally we had text insider platform in the mobile and the web app so you're talking to your customer you're back and forth you're texting through the desktop great but what happens when you go home on your lunch break on the weekend you're sitting on the couch that customer wants to text you hey josh you know really quickly you know can i afford a six hundred thousand dollars purchase price of a home whatever it may be um if i don't have the ability to not just know that read the text but reply to the text immediately from my phone i've really broken down that service level because i'm sending you a message right now i'm texting you because why it's on my mind right you guys have had this experience if someone texts you and you text them back a question they usually text you back right the the first texter if you will is usually in, in response so if you lose that because you don't have the ability to actually respond to them you have to go stop and go home get on your computer log in reply to them well, what we're finding is lenders just aren't aren't doing it. They're not using automated text messages because it just doesn't work well. And they're left the loan officers out there on the street. So that's one thing that you really have to pay attention to is, you know, consumers want to talk, interact with your, your loan officers through phone, email, text, everything. You need to make that available 24 hours a day, basically, right? They need to be able to get in contact. And then, you know, being remote, being in a virtual world, it's more important than ever to understand um, how you're managing your communication and communication automation. If someone applies online, you want to make sure you're making a phone call with that person within 30 seconds. Right? There's stats and studies. MIT did a study that said if you called an online inquiry in 30 minutes versus five minutes, you're 100 times less likely to get hold of them. I mean, that's a major wow. difference. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. The stats of how quickly you call someone and I'm saying under 30 seconds, our system, you're going to call someone, let's say 10 seconds, they hit submit online, goes to our platform. We look at the data, we find the right loan officers, we make the phones ring, cell phone or desktop, they answer the phone, they're talking to the customer. Um, all automate. So you have to be able to connect with your consumer immediately. And then I would say um, more so than ever over communication. Right now, um, what we're finding is more communication than normal has become very important. So having a platform where you can consistently communicate throughout the process, keep the bar up to date with what's going on, and then make sure your loan officer has access to that data, right? They know what's going on as well, and, and communicate, communicate to your customer as much as possible. Um, we're finding that's what really helps uh, consumers close faster right now is just increased increase communication. Great insights, Josh, and we could keep going on for hours. I've got a couple more quick questions before we wind down. You had mentioned you know, consumer direct, and then you had mentioned retail. I think one thing that I've seen during COVID is those lines are now blurring, right? Yeah. A lot of a lot yeah. of states, a lot of have, they have restrictions or people don't feel comfortable meeting face-to-face. -face. Tell me kind of what you're seeing and how technology is kind of leveling that playing field and kind of having those two lines blur. Yeah, no, they are blurring. And um, it's, it's causing some people to to have a, a challenge right you know i have a good friend's a, a real estate agent really really good real estate agent um sells lots of very high-end expensive homes you know five ten million dollar plus homes 
and I was talking to him and said, how is, uh, you know, how's it going? You know, I, you know, I know the high end market's still selling a lot. He goes, it is. He goes, but my challenge is I'm not finding new customers. And why is that? Well, because normally I work my own open houses. I have a $20 million listing. I work the open house. The people that are coming to those homes are usually always are looking for expensive homes or qualified. I make a relationship with them. I get to meet them face to face. If they don't like that house, I say, listen, let me find what you're looking for. And that's how I find my business. I'm not an online girl, I'm an on online person. I don't go online. That's not my world. And so now I'm stuck in this virtual world when I'm not a virtual person. So being able to, you're, you're right, those lines have blurred. So quickly saying, all right, well, here's how you get into the virtual world. First, you have to start with a, a contact management system, lead management, like Accelerate. Um, we don't serve real estate agents, but you need to use a system that's going to manage those contacts, promote yourself, communicate through email, text, social media, um, and you know, really re-engage with folks is what we've, what, is what we've seen. Excellent. And as we wrap up, Josh, I know you had talked about your new product, your data IE product. Uh, did I see, I thought I saw it on LinkedIn or somewhere that you have a webinar um, next week? Yes. Uh, is that Thursday? What time is that? And how can people uh, join that? Uh, it's Thursday, 10 a.m. PST. Um, you could go to our uh, website, um, go to incelerate.com. There should be a sign up form there or uh, through any social media post links that are out there, you click on them, you can easily register for that. And we'll talk about the data, data IE product, kind of go over use cases, show you exactly, show people exactly what it is. We were really excited about it. Um, and the truth is, this was a product that was pushed by our lenders. We had we had a handful of lenders ask us for it, so we built it. Um, and it's really what, you know, it's our commitment to our lenders is we want to build the tech that's helping you guys become more successful. Outstanding. Josh, thank you so much for your insights. You are welcome back. Anytime, I know our listeners are going to go back, listen, take notes. And if they ever want to get a hold of you, what's the best way that they can reach out to you if they want to further any of these discussions? Just email me, josh at incelerate.com, and uh, I'll get back to you. Perfect. Josh, thank you so much for being a guest and sharing some incredible insights. Michael, thank you very much for having me. You have a great day. struggling to keep up with record origination volumes? From property valuation and appraisal to title insurance and closing services, WFG Enterprise Solutions provides flexible mortgage origination services that address your organization's needs head-on. By taking the time to understand how you run your business, WFG can create solutions that save you time and money on every transaction. That's why WFG consistently earns Net Promoter's world-class ranking for customer satisfaction. Innovative solutions, world-class customer satisfaction. Get to know WFG today at WFGLS.com. FinTech Hunting is brought to you by Next Level Advisors. Next Level Advisors, where businesses come to grow.